welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear, page by page. This is page 501. For the safety of my collectors, but this is the King's Road, a major artery of trade. I need to be rid of the bandits themselves. In that case, I said, I would assemble a small group who know how to make their way quietly in a forest. They shouldn't have too much difficulty locating your bandits. When they do, it should be a simple matter to send your guard out to catch them. Easier yet to set an ambush and kill them, wouldn't you say? Alvarin said slowly, as if looking to gauge my reaction. Or that, I admitted, your grace is the arm of the law. Death is the penalty for banditry, especially on the king's road, Alvarin said firmly. Does that seem harsh to you? Not in the least, I said, looking him squarely in the eye. Safe roads are the bones of civilization. Alvarin surprised me with a sudden smile. Your plan is the very image of my own. I have gathered a handful of mercenaries to do just as you've suggested. I've had to move secretly, as I don't know who might be sending these bandits their warnings, but I've got four good men ready to leave tomorrow. A tracker, two mercenaries with some skill in the forest, and an Adam mercenary. The last did not come cheaply, either. I gave him a congratulatory nod. You've already planned it better than I could, Your Grace. It hardly seems as if you need my help at all. Quite the contrary, he said. I still need someone with a little sense to lead them. He looked at me meaningfully. Someone who understands magic. Someone I can trust. I felt a sudden sinking sensation. Alvarin got to his feet, smiling warmly. Twice now you have served me beyond all expectations. Are you familiar with the expression, third time pays for all? Again, there was only one reasonable answer to that question. Yes, Your Grace. Alvarin took me to his rooms, and we looked over maps of the countryside where his men had been lost. It was a long stretch of the King's Highway, running through a piece of the Eld that had been old when Vintus was nothing more than a handful of squabbling sea kings. It was a little more than eighty miles away. We could be there in four days of hard walking. Stapes provided me with a new travel sack, and I packed it as well as I was able. I took a few of the more practical clothes from my wardrobe, though they were still more suited for a ballroom than the road. I packed away a... End of the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. Interesting to me that Alvarin only smiles and gets warm when he is uh, he's working. He's working both. Um, mm-hmm. He's usually very taciturn, you know, but then he's like, ah, you're a very smart lad. You've made such a great plan. It's the same plan I've made. Ah, and then he smiles warmly when he gets up saying, twice now you've uh, served me beyond expectations. Third time pays for all, don't you know? Like he's, he really is a, a manipulator. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But it's interesting because he doesn't need to manipulate, right? Like he has all the power. He could just order Quoth to do it, but that would be gauche. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like maybe, you know, I feel like there's a lot we, a lot that we could surmise about Alvarin's psychology. Maybe he's the kind of person who doesn't want to think that he's a bad guy. You know, he doesn't want to think that he's, because if he was a man of his word, he would have given Quoth his lordship and his lands and said, we're square now. You don't owe me anything. But he's kind of kept him hanging around. He hasn't really delivered on his promises yet. Uh, and now, and that kind of leaves Quoth in his power, right? But maybe he doesn't want to admit to himself that he's that kind of guy. And this is this is what kind of confounded me in my previous readings is that I never really understood why he sent him away because Quoth isn't exactly a liability. Like having Quoth nearby is is beneficial. He's already proven beneficial twice. 
So what is it? What does he get out of sending Quoth away? And if what he gets is not having to owe this guy, then that makes a lot of sense to me. Yeah, and I think Foth comes to this conclusion later on, so forgive me if I'm just saying something that's already plain to everybody, but, you know, it, it's kind of a win-win for the mayor, right? You know, best case scenario, Foth defeats the bandits that are causing him so much trouble, uh, and he looks like a smart guy for sending this guy out to solve that problem. Worst case scenario, Foth is killed, and then he doesn't owe Foth, you know, a lordship and a bunch of money and whatever else he promised him. Well, is he hoping that Quoth both manages to solve this problem, but also get killed in the process? Unclear. I don't think he's hoping for it, but I, I do think that he's he's made the same calculus as Jeremy points out. And I think that like what's important to bear in mind is that it's like as important to the mayor to not be in debt to this guy as it is to solve the banditry problem. Like I think it's this is just my impression, but my impression is that it's equally like it's a win-win of equal value to the mayor to send Quoth out like this. I see. I also think that there's a the, there's an interesting exchange when Quoth says, "Oh yeah, well you could probably you know once they capture once they like figure out where the bandits are hiding, then you can send out your guard and capture them." And I don't know what Quoth thinks the mayor is going to do with these guys, but the mayor quickly disabuses him of any other notion. Like, no, like I'm going to kill them. Like they're bandits. You got a problem with that, punk? And I feel like, depending on how you read the mayor's character, that that line can be read in a couple of different ways. Because if he is the kind of person who is a you know who is a bad guy who doesn't want to think that he's a bad guy, then that's him kind of daring Quoth to like say like, "What you have a better idea than killing them?" You know, if he is not necessarily concerned with how people perceive him, and he just wants to remind Quoth like hold on, yeah, you're right, I am the law, and the law says these guys swing from a rope, like, and that's what's going to happen because I don't suffer my enemies to live. You you got to remember that. I think either of those readings are salient. And then the way Quoth responds is to basically agree. And you could read that as Quoth either thinking, okay, I have to play this guy's game. I have to prove that I'm a tough guy too and that I respect the law and respect him by agreeing with him. Or I think the other way you can read it that I think is also totally valid is Quoth grew up in a traveling troop. If the roads weren't safe, his troop would get slaughtered by bandits. Leaving aside that they were slaughtered by supernatural monsters. Like (laughs) I think that he probably grew up really valuing law and order and like a safe road that his family was going to be able to travel on and sleep at night without fear of being taken by bandits, which was a pretty... Are you suggesting that Quoth genuinely believes this? I'm saying that that reading is supported by the text. Mm. And I think that I, I, I think that is my personal reading, but I also think that there is support in it for the text and in Quoth's character and upbringing uh, to back it up. Because I think that a traveling people like Quoth would value, you know, actually being safe on the road because in pre-modern societies uh banditry was a serious problem yep i agree with that wholly i think both are supported um i actually kind of like the idea of quoth like we already know quoth is a bit of an absolutist uh so this this fits very well yeah Mm -hmm. i agree i i guess we're on notes no, there's something I want to bring up tomorrow with regard to the uh, the the mayor's apparent bloodthirstiness. 
Um, but we can it can wait till then. So I will leave you listeners with that tantalizing trailer, and we'll see you tomorrow for another page of the Wind.